Popper to the People is brought to you by MTG Madness. You can visit them online at mtgmadness.com. This is Popper of the People. Listening to you tonight is Dan. Shut up. And, well, that's a little creepy. Wow. Dan, it's early it. here. Say it slower. Oh, and uh, Mikey. What's going on? And Brennan, one of our other new hosts. Hey, howdy, y'all. And Peter is working late, so he wants is not joining us tonight. Um, we got somebody to say howdy. Incredible. Yeah. Um, basically, uh, how's everyone's week, man? Mine's pretty good. That's the first week in a long time that's not looking to be an eighty-hour work week, which is a okay with me. Perfect. So <laughs> we do this weekend, Mike. Uh. Well, I watched. Brad Nelson looks like his way into the finals of the GP. <laughs> mm-hmm. As, you know, uh, Randy Bueller and Jacob Van Luna for some reason couldn't just say the word Luxek, but I could tell Jacob wanted to so badly. <laughs> uh, other than that, my weekend was, uh, was pretty nice. I got to hang out with my niece last week, and uh, it was a lot of fun. That's cool. I was uh, brainwashing some uh, 12 and 13 years old, year old into playing role-playing games. <laughs> Oh, right. nice. Then I was playing Mirage Drafts. Oh, oh yes. Oh, man. You know, it's really funny. Uh, Nate, you remember Edwin Lugo, right? Uh-huh. So, uh, just, uh, I think it was on Saturday. Just random Saturday. I get a, a tech, I get a, a Facebook message at, like, I think 3 in the afternoon. And the Facebook message reads, Oh, my God, I just joined Mirage Draft by accident. I opened a Lion's Eye Diamond. Hmm. Yeah, he sent he sent oh me the God. same ma- he sent me the same message. Yeah, my first question was, "What church do you worship at?" Yeah, <laughs> time to change gods. Yeah. <laughs> what what have you been up to, Ryan? Oh, um, a lot of working this past uh, past weekend. Yeah, had a uh, had to take my daughter to. Uh, her birthday party, and it's me and a bunch of uh, 12 and 13 year old girls while they did karaoke, and I'm kind of staying off in the corner listening to terrible, terrible music being <laughs> sung by 12 and 13 year olds. Wait, wait, wait. But, what, what kind of music was it? Um, you know what? Really, it was all over the map. It was no nothing, no nothing Bieber esque, but a lot of. Uh, a lot of pop songs. Oddly enough, there's a J-pop section at the karaoke place. What? Big surprise. Yeah. They were really into that. Yeah. I, I don't know any Japanese. They seem to know what the words sound like. I don't think they actually know what they mean. <laughs> yeah. But it certainly you should, have, did, uh, like, you should have forced them to play role-playing games and stuff. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, everybody. I have this book of D20. Let's go learn how to play. You don't oh, know oh, I, I wanna, I'm sorry, Mike. Uh, one other thing. I was at a party this weekend. It was an adult party. Nice. And they played a game called um, Dominion. It's a card game. Have that you game's played? fun. Oh, my God. It is awesome. Oh, is that what that is? A card game? Dominion is fun. Dominion. 
Yeah, it's it, uh, yeah, that game's fun. Right, so kind of a resource management yep. game. Crazy. If you like Dominion, you should try Legendary. It it, it plays upon almost the same principles as Dominion, except uh, you're building a uh, you're building a team of superheroes from Marvel. Oh really? And uh, you take it. You're you're playing against a scheme and a mastermind. And if the mastermind or the scheme win, nobody wins. Oh wow. So you got, it's it's like you got to cooperate in the beginning, and then at the end you got to try accumulating as many points as possible to win. Interesting. It's fun. You know, it's oh. funny. Uh, this week I discovered Jim Brewer's uh, metal impersonations. <laughs> and he, he was talking about uh, how he thinks that, yes, yeah, so like ACDC and, and certain other like metal bands should just do like uh, kid songs. Like James <laughs> Hetfield just sing Bingo was like. You see, how much funner would it be if, you know, somebody hired Metallica to, to just sing Justin Bieber's, uh, I don't know, a song that goes baby, 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 because it's like the only three words that I've ever heard. Just imagine James Hetfield comes out, yeah, yeah, baby, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. At least that would get me going. You know? I like when he talks about ACDC singing Row, Row, Row Your Boat. Row, Row, Row Your Boat. <laughs> <It's> really good. <laughs> Part of the the Ozzy Osbourne, London Bridge is falling down, falling down, falling. But you know, but you see, um, the other problem is like you know that Ozzy Osbourne have to be have to be screaming it because we all know we can't under, understand him if he doesn't scream, right? Yeah, about it. But, you know, he's like I, what I think Ozzy Osbourne should have sang was uh, Old MacDonald should have had a, has a farm. Old MacDonald has a farm. How you fucking doing? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, I like Jim Brewer's stand-up act. He's he's coming to Minnesota actually here soon. I was thinking about I'm I'm debating whether or not I want to get tickets to the show. He's so funny. I'm sorry, yeah, I, I can't honestly believe he was not baked during half baked. He, he's not he's not pulling that one by me. Did did he say he wasn't? He's he he's he promises that he was only high once during huh? the entire thing, and I there, don't I don't believe there anyone is. high that. There is no chance. That yeah. dude is, I think, where is he, wait, where is he from? Is he from New York, I think? He's from uh, New Jersey. No, yeah, oh, okay. If you're from Jersey, there's no way you haven't smoked weed. Yeah. Well, no, he uh, he talks about, uh, you, ever, you ever hear him talk about the talk about the brewery curse? Yeah. He talks about how his one daughter, she's really, really smart, but she has the brewery curse. <laughs> <laughs> what, what that, that she looks stoned all the time? Yeah, that she looks stoned all the time. <laughs> He he talked once. He talked once. He talked uh, like that. His daughter was outside. He's like he's like all I need is my daughter to be outside, and and so I I, I can have child services called on me. <laughs> Did you ever hear the one about when he, he talks about when his dad met Sylvester Stallone? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> he talks about how his dad. Uh, he talks about hey Sylvester. I don't know if they have it, but uh, they have an elk club. Where are you from in, in Florida? But what are you talking? <laughs> Is he serious? Is he serious to be? What do you mean? What are you talking about? You mean an old club with antlers and whatnot? No, no, I mean they have uh, free booze and spaghetti night for $2 on Thursdays. It's great. Oh, I don't know what you're talking about, Mr. B. When you come to Florida, you meet me. I'll have you take a night on the town. You're my friend. That's how you know. I can't do his freaking voice. Yeah. Oh, man. But, yeah... 
But no, Jim Bruce is pretty cool. I you know like what I'm going to do one night? I'm going to practice Jack Nicholson's voice and just try to do the whole show in it one night. Oh, God. <laughs> just be like, and here, when we got the pauper. I still think, I still think he's the better, I, st- I, I still think that he was the better Joker back in them, back in the Batman movies. You think 19, 1989 Jack Nicholson better yeah. than Heath Ledger is what you're telling me. I like. Well, they're, I like they're two do- totally different jokers, though. Right. Yeah. yeah. From two like do- totally different times of comics. I prefer his. I, f- I prefer his Joker, but. I mean, I prefer any Batman movie that isn't Batman Forever, Batman and Robin. But that you know that just goes without saying. Yeah. <sighs> but uh, mm-hmm. yeah. So. Oh, what have I been up to this week? Uh, I played EDH, which is not really a surprise there. But I've been playing with this Domain Zoo deck, and I love it. Um, I've been winning with it. <laughs> it, it it's it's really really cool. I, I actually got in a matchup against Mono Black and actually won with the Domain Zoo deck. Mm, cool. It was pretty sweet. It, it was it was back it was like backbreaking to do because it was like constant removal. But let me tell you, watching them kill your Matka Rider and then unearthing that bad boy is completely awesome. Uh-oh. I have a question that you guys might know. What happens if you spreading seas a land with Nylia's presence on it? I don't know. Is it a matter of which the, one is the world? First? The world blows up. No, it's something about it is an island and it is also all things. Yeah. So it doesn't just turn it into. No, an no, no. I, I believe no. I believe it isn't. It is considered an island and all lands. It's just well, yeah. one of those weird state-based yeah. things. Like when you talk, when you uh, get into Judge World. Yeah, it does tick. Hurts. It, <laughs> does, yeah. it does tick the, the player playing that deck. It does tick them off, though, when you're playing Domain Zoo, and they turn your land into an island thinking they're going to stop you, and then you go, that's fine, I'm going to play Nihilus Presence anyway. Right. I'll just play Brainstorm and find myself some good lands. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I actually had that had that happen. He like he did the seas claim to me and turned my forest into an island. And I'm like, because that's something I forest I had on the board at the time. And then I then I had a brainstorm in my hand. I brainstormed and then drew a Nylaea's presence and a there was Nylaea's presence and the the one drop like Nylaea's presence and something oh, else. Growth. Yeah, abundant growth. And then I'm like, oh, it's fine. I'll just tap this. You know, and then I, oh yeah, I also had a forest too. So I laid the forest, put the other two other cards back in my hand, I can't remember, I put back and top of my library. But I took the forest, and then tapped the forest that I just played, and then I lay his presence that I, the seas claim, and was like, that's fine, thanks, I'll just do this instead. <laughs> and then proceeded to, uh, and then proceeded next turn to hit him with tribal flames to the face. Wow. You know, speaking of violence, satisfying. Yeah, it is. Speaking of violence, if I played premiere events regularly and I had a chance to work the ban list, I think I would ban Basic Island at this point. <laughs> and I think ninety percent of the pauper community would actually just stop playing. Right. You know yeah. something something similar. I uh, I I on the uh, on our Facebook page, Baba put something very similar, said, oh, look at the diversity in the top eight. I think there was one Tron deck in the top eight, yeah. the rest was either Delver or Mono Blue Control. And I said, and I, I went up there and I said, I, I think we should, I think bannings should be used liberally 
and revised every, I don't know, four months, six months, something yeah. like that. I think... Yeah, yeah I think, ban, ban the, the top card in each deck. Yeah, I, Shuffle yeah. it all. Yeah, I think at this point, Delver's... Fraud, Delver still stays up there. I, I got a feeling that if, if, continue, if things continue the way they are, we could see De- Delver getting... Uh, has Delver never been up there? It's like uh, Delver it's always, always been. Yeah. Delver is always top eight. It's always top four. Like yeah, it, w- it was winning it's... more than the Storm decks. It was winning more than the Temporal Fisher decks. When they yeah, it was always top fouring. But it was all like even when we used to have dailies and Temporal Fisher was around, it was always like what seventy five, seventy like seventy eight percent of the freaking prize money, like. Yeah. And then you had, like, two Storm decks. Granted, the Storm decks were always the 4-0 ones, but there were only, like, two. I think they should bring... the most played deck in the field. I think they should bring Goblin Storm back. I, 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 I really think that that should get unbanned, because... I uh, definitely don't think so. The Goblins weren't that bad. Oh, they were that bad. And then yeah, losing turn bad. one in a, in a daily sucked <laughs> you so can hard. Answer it. You can answer no, it No, you, you can't there. answer it, because it costs two mana to answer it. And you, well, it, it kills yeah. you before you have two mana some of the time. Yeah. And then hey, it Goblin's, just turns into lottery. Goblin yeah. Storm, if you're smart and play Simeon Spear Guide, you can go off regularly on turn one mm-hmm. for like eight or nine tokens and just okay. win the next turn. I don't know. I don't know. All I know is I think if this continues, if, 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 if uh, we keep continuing <laughs> the direction we're going, we're going to see Delver getting, getting shit canned here soon. I called it right after the last banning that uh, the next banning will be Cloud of Fairies. <laughs> Yeah. I don't think Cloud of Fairies is the problem, though. Cloud of Fairies will shut down more than one deck. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Cloud of Fairies will shut down. It's big bad. We'll shut down Broken Combo and we'll definitely hurt Delver a lot. It'll hurt Delver, it'll hurt the the Mill deck, too. Yeah. It'll hurt the Mill deck more, though. I mean, I think. It's a bomb waiting to happen for Broken Combos. Yeah. I mean, uh. Like. The problem isn't, like, individual cards. The problem is just Delver's entire design. Yeah. Like, if you if you ban Delver, the deck is still going to win. Like, I win plenty of times about Delver. Like, yeah. if you ban Counterspell, you, you, like, you still have Spell yeah. Sprite, and oh, God, people... Yeah. But you know what? I, <laughs> I, I can see... You know what? I can see if Delver would do a Cloud of Fairies banning. I can see, the, see, uh, see just... Them taking their cloud of fairies out and probably playing like a one drop fairy just because. Not, not that's good. I yeah. know, but what's up, cloud of fairy? I think. I think. I think the problem in Pauper is actually a lot deeper than uh, just Delver. It yeah. is like blue is too powerful because blue was never designed to. Uh, the game in itself, using all these old cards, then blue yeah. is just too powerful. That's yeah. Before it's true. New World Order. Yeah. The color blue is just it's just <laughs> like card cards like Preordain and Ponder are designed after old cards. Like they're made after yeah. Brainstorm. They are yeah. the non fetchland needing versions of Brainstorm. Like you still get counterspell. You yeah. you know, like Delver of Secrets is, is basically like a a frickin' nimble mongoose. Like Yeah. You know. I I, I agree with Dan hundred percent on that. Yeah. But uh we'll see what happens. <laughs> We can talk about it. Probably nothing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, what do we have for good read articles? We have uh, New Brews by Jasiri. It's uh, Domain Zoo, which I've played this deck, and I have I love it. It's just a great deck. 
I am glad that uh, like, and I'm I'm actually seeing it in the tournament room. There's people playing uh, playing this in the tournament room too. Uh, I played a few, and I played the deck too. I, I find it. Uh, I only played four matches, but I found that I had a problem with knowing when I'm uh, when I am the control or when I am the beatdown. Yeah. yeah, I feel your pain on that one. But I mean, it's it's just I, I like the fact that like. Getting Nylaeas, like getting the Nylaeas and the abundance growth, just helps the deck go further. Yep. And uh, being that you can bounce those cards, you can bounce them in in a, in a critical situation when you're when you're looking for something just to play it again and draw another card is just really really stupid good. Yeah, the sweet kitty feeling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Boris kitty or a Soros kitty. Yeah. I love Walden the Cuddle. So yeah, yeah, well, that's just what I'm going to point out. Yeah. That's the confusing card, because with a li- list like that, I want to be mid-rangey and grind and get a lot of cards and do big things, but then you have this extremely aggressive creature that can start to beat down on turn two. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, this is a good article on that. And then we got a Thoughtcast article, is your deck different or bad? It's the Thoughtcast article by... Uh, um, David Schaffer. Well, if you yeah, ask Michael his... Jacob, and always he, say the deck is garbage. He talks about the comparison <laughs> between Malira Pod and uh, Kiki Pod, Kiki Pod, and how they're different, and uh, how like talked about difference and similarities between each each of the like just decks in general. But he uses Pod as a as a as example. Well, so, I mean, I could. From my experience with both decks, I think Maleripod is the more resilient of the two, but Kikipod is the more explosive. Yeah, so. And then our next article is by Marshall on uh, the Mothership called uh, Setup Cost, and what he what he, he goes into uh, um, casting cost of spells, and kind of, he kind of... I think he kind of goes more into the like talking about the vanilla test a little bit more. Gets more gets more in depth on the vanilla test, pretty much. Right, and and how much a card, even though it looks good, what do you have to do to get it to be good, and how much is it costing you in board state yeah. for it to be good? Other things you got to look at. Um, yeah, like he had, you know he has examples of high setup cost. My, I think the best one he he uses there is that uh, Satessan Oathsworn. Um, it's three mana for a 1-1, one, one, but yeah. it's two counters every time it's heroic is figured. But then how how much effort are you going to put into just triggering that one card yeah. to make it outstanding when you could spend three mana on many other things? Yeah, spend, spend three mana on SM Corsair and pay three mana and have a 3-3 three, three ready to go. Yeah, <laughs> and you're, you're going to strike every time with 3-3. Three, three. Yeah, sounds pretty de- pretty good article by Marshall. Um, and then we have, and I found this one a while ago, and for some reason it didn't end up make- making the making the cut a while a few other times. Patrick Sullivan burns versus counters. He goes into talks about the legacy burn deck and uh, how like how uh, how things should stack when you're playing burn versus counter spells. And what goes into uh, countering the right way and all that stuff. If you ever wanted to learn 
How to Battle Islands with Mountains. I suggest reading this article. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. Pretty good article. Um, but yeah, that's our good reads. Uh, news. Did we go over news? Talked about belts. Belts? James, a sneak attack kid? Oh, uh, no. Yeah. Okay, in news, uh, James Belts, a.k.a. Sneak Attack Kid, won the modern PTQ with Maliripod this weekend. Yeah, in yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he, uh, I guess, tore it. I guess he tore it up. I guess he completely tore it up, I, uh, from what I from what I heard. Yeah, his Maliripod list was, it's really, really good. Yeah, and uh, so, yeah, that happened. And, uh... There's an, another article here uh, on the mothership. Uh, changes to MTGO, PTQ, and mock schedule events. Basically, it's just an update telling update by the people who set the events up on MTGO, letting them letting them know where they're at. And sounds like end of April they're going to be ready to do stuff. Ready to crash again. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't advise exactly. anyone to ever compete in mocks or PT. Like yeah. they should just not have them. They really should. Yeah. Even when the new, even when the beta client becomes the actual client, it's still going to crash. It's not like it's going to magically go away. Yeah. The, no, the they, they've, they've is, got end-to-end problems. Yeah. The, the problem is that the people that they hired, even they say that they're now outside, uh, outside sources of wizards to make their servers and whatnot, apparently the people still don't know how to make servers. Yeah. They just don't... I think they have a lot of uh, bad code that they need to... Yeah, they, they, don't, they don't know how to... It's the reason why they don't have leaks. Because it's bad enough that one day's worth of a PTQ crashes. How, you know, how are you going to keep a week's worth of 400 people in a leak going, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh my god, leaks. Yeah. Well, we, so, we promised, can't do leaks because uh, uh, we don't know why. Don't worry, you'll never figure it out. They promised me that leaks would be back in 2011. <laughs> I'm still <laughs> f***ing waiting. Yeah. <laughs> Three years later, here we are. Yeah, yeah so... That's by just by the things. time we have them back, John F. Kennedy's kid, uh, illegitimate kid, would be found. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, basically that's all that article's about. So if anyone's interested in that, um, but I'm gonna do, we're gonna do topic two right away just to get this out of the way because I don't want to spend much time on it. Um, so we got a write-in on Facebook by Kevin Dillon. <coughs> I, I told him I'd just put this on the show. And in episode one, this is what he wrote. In, ep- in episode one thirty-six, there was a discussion what premier events would style. It, that experiments would stifle the format, especially because of the large time commitments and the increased field size. Although I think they did readjust this, and the panel numbers would be surprised if dailies did not return by March. Not to pick a scab, but I think it would be interesting here, here to hear your guys' opinion on the impact on the format in hindsight. It is, is it as bad as you thought? There was also a discussion of the difficulties of going infinite without dailies. Any suggestions for players in this regard? Um, I guess at the time on episode 136, I, I mean, at that time, premier events, when you had dailies and premier events, I think magic, like your, 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 your grindy, your, your popper grinders, they wanted dailies. They didn't want to do premier events because of the time commitment, and it was just easier to do a daily instead. It's not and really I, that. And I think the expected value of a daily. Yeah, they yeah. expected. Yeah, I, I, I expected didn't mean. I didn't mean to interrupt you, Nate. But no. But I think yeah, I think value. Yeah, probably expected value. But uh, 
I think at the time, like before Wizards even said anything about making the popper premieres more available at the time, I think we were, we were looking at that as being bad. But in hindsight, I think uh, the premiere events are just fine. And if they brought daily events back, it would be great, but I don't foresee that happening anytime soon. Look at the amount of people playing premiere events compared to the amount of people playing dailies. It's uh, yeah. severely reduced. Pauper has suffered a lot. Pauper prices have dropped a lot since the dailies yeah. disappeared. I mean, here, here's, the, here's the fact of the matter, right? Wizards won. They, they won the war against us pauper players because you can't go infinite in premiere events unless you're unless magically Jesus is on your side and you win like seven out of like eight of them. But, uh, yeah. I, I have to differ with you there. You could really? go infinite with premiere events uh, like two weeks ago before the price of uh, boosters dropped, but uh, it's not a very glorious way to go infinite and sort you you. You will earn like twenty cents a week. <laughs> but that's my point. You, that's my point. You could earn. I, I'm not. I'm not exactly sure how much you could earn in a daily in a day, but it's right, right now. Than... Right now, the expected value of a daily is forty-eight cents, and the expected value of a premier event is a negative sixty-one cents. Yeah. Yeah. Like. I mean, we, we all know that dailies is the number one way to go infinite on MTGO, right? Can we all agree on that? No, yeah. it's definitely the number two way, but uh, it's the best way if you want to play the game <laughs> and not trade. Yeah. What's the number one way? Trading. Trading. Okay, yeah, uh, uh, in terms of playing the game. Yeah. Right, then, then, then it's the number one way? Yes. Okay, in terms of playing the game, which is what pauper players want to do. I don't know about if you can really trade in pauper, but... Uh, yes, you can. I stand corrected. But... Um, <laughs> But but no seriously like wizards doesn't want people being able to go infinite in pauper it seems like I, I like they they say that they want magic online to resemble almost exactly the the real life formats right that's why they're and you know soon it will it's going to have vintage legacy modern, yeah and for some reason extended is still allowed on it but I don't know how they're doing <laughs> with that but you know it's not like people don't play pauper in real life plenty of people play pauper even. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, Nick Koss, one of the more famous uh, TOs on the East Coast, even he sometimes uh, posts on Facebook that he runs Popper tournaments, uh, has a show. Yeah, there is, there is, I think Popper as a whole, it's gotten off, it's, Popper has gotten enough popularity where it's showing up offline. It's showing up offline, it's showing up in card shops. I think it's only a matter of time that Wizard recognizes that and they actually release that as a paper option. But it's going to take a long time. FTV poppers. It's not. It's going to take a long time. You're not going to see. This isn't something that. This won't be a change that will happen in a few months. We're talking a few years down the road. Because there are popper groups growing every day that want to play popper in, in paper. But I think when that happens, you're, a lot of people will be disappointed because if they do bring paper or popper to paper, you're, the cards that everyone likes playing with now will be banned because I can guarantee you Hendatorok will, will not make the cut. Oh, I can sir. guarantee you Goblin, goblin, goblin grenade. Uh, grenade will not make the cut. Yeah, but Go, I don't... Goblin Grenade? Goblin yeah, Grenade is common, common in, in paper. Empires. 
It will not make the cut. Cards like that will not make the cut. Hey, we all I think we... uh, I think Pauper will never be sanctioned by Wizards of the Coast because Pauper does not drive sales, and that is why they hate it online too. It's oh, all, it's... it's all commons. There's really there isn't a lot of money in it. Like Cloud of Fairies hit what? Uh, was it eight dollars in its prime? Is that how, was that what the most? Yeah, days is seventeen now. Right? Seventeen. Days? Oh my god. No, but that's days though. Yeah, I'm talking, I mean, like, like yeah. days is is outside of the realm because it's such a legacy and, and vintage, yeah. uh, sometimes vintage staple. It, that's why, that's why I say that if it does ever happen, it's going to happen somewhere in uh, years down the road. Because what what Wizards doesn't realize yet, and I know this has been brought up, people have wrote and written into Wizards on this. It's not necessarily money for them. It's it's another way. To introduce people to the game, and other than doing standard events and all, other than standard and uh, the core sets, Popper is a way of getting people getting their feet wet in a tournament that mm-hmm. doesn't have a lot on the line, and getting them better to go play the other formats where they can where Wizards does make money. It's it's just another tool to get people. It's it's an it's another tool in the toolbox. That gets people into playing Magic. I definitely a lot agree cheaper. I because I mean it's not like the average twelve or thirteen year old that gets into the game is going to be able to afford Geist of Saint Trap right off. No, <laughs> no, they're not. But isn't and, isn't their point that if if you are going to start to play paper tournaments, the idea is that you go buy a standard event deck and play a standard FNM. But the, yeah, on on paper it looks nice. It looks nice, but in reality, that's not true. And they don't make you a better player. They they don't no, even they really don't. like the event decks. Don't even really teach you how to play the game in an FNM. No. What teaches you don't. how to play the game in an FNM is customizing your own deck. Yeah. What the, what what by buying an event deck and going to FNM teaches you? It teaches you that hey, I need to net deck. Yeah. Because it teaches this you deck's that you have to buy cards. Right. But I mean, yeah. But you, I've I've played I, back so when does I was customizing your own deck. Yeah, back when I I was playing at the dugout, I back when I was running the tournaments at the dugout, I remember running standard events where people were net decking because those are the winning decks. They bought cards, but watching them going over to the table and having to make a judgment call every five minutes because they don't know how the damn deck works mm-hmm. <laughs> and. Oh. And then having them get mad at you because you you look at them and say it doesn't work that way, <laughs> and then having them stomp having them stomp off because they didn't understand how the deck worked and how to play the deck properly is not keeping people. Right. In fact, it made many players not show up ever again. And Popper is it's simple, it's cheaper. They can get their feet wet. They can learn how to how how. How to stack spells properly. Right. How to how to go through all the phases, and I've seen lots of play when the dugout was open. I saw lots of players go from playing popper to winning F and M's. Yeah, I think the the thing is that we know this that this works as a gateway, but we such don't think it works as a gateway. They clearly show that on medical line, mm-hmm. and they will not do anything to risk the structure they have with Friday Night Magic, etc., because it's working better than ever right now. So mm. if if we see a slump in Magic sales, maybe we get our chance to make but, an argument. But 
I don't understand two things. One, I honestly don't understand how an average person coming into Magic can look at it the way it is now compared to the way it used to be and not say to themselves there's something wrong here. And number two, I also can't understand how a company who makes so much money and has so much money to put on Grand Prix and Pro Tours, so much money to add another Pro Tour to their list, somehow needs to cut pauper dailies, somehow needs to cut other finances from paper tournaments to, to make an extra dollar or two. I don't understand it. Yeah. I, I don't work uh, for Wizards. I did not go to business school. I don't own my own business yet. But that, that's, just, I, that, that's just questions that I want answered. I guess I look at it this way. The, the, if you provide more ins to get people interested, you're going to make more money anyway. But uh, if, uh, online, I think it's a special case because they have mistreated Magic Online so badly. Yeah. <laughs> and I think well, it, that's it, just, and the base of it is fear that yeah. Magic Online will cannibalize the paper. Yeah, game. and you know what? And if I, I also think that comparing it, like, that's another thing that, you like... MTGO and real life are two completely separate things. Absolutely. And uh, right. you can't you can't you can't judge something off of it. If it works online, it's going to work. It's, if it works online, it's going to work in real life. That's not the case. Right. You, you know, an interesting aside to that is two of the deck builders that have stand, you know decks on the standard popper gauntlet have never turned on MTGO ever. Yeah. They play yeah. they play popper. At their local store, one yep. one guy's in the Philippines, one guy's here in the states. Yep, MTG. and Popper is oh sorry, Popper is growing in card shops. They're showing up. They're in fact, there's a lot of a, there's a lot of I've heard of a lot of locations. Just the more we talk about in real life Popper, we've had lots of people call it call it, or, uh, sending us messages on Popper to the people saying, yeah, we run local pop we run local Popper events at, at our stores. The stores are doing it. I want local popper <laughs> The stores are doing it. I mean, it's 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 kind of it's it's not happening as fast as a lot of hardcore popper players would like, but it's happening. And yeah. before long, wizards will have to recognize it. I, uh, and I'm I sure they'll screw it up in some way. Let's be <laughs> so, real here. I, I talked yeah. to the the local the shop owner that I used, um, and I filmed the live magic at. Mm-hmm. Um, I talked to him about running a popper tournament, specifically for this gauntlet, because I thought about doing yeah. s- some of it live. But guys, that is so much work. Just throwing yeah. that out there. Yeah. But he did. <laughs> he did say that he doesn't mind doing it, but he, since the prize structure is the whole DCI thing, he said the prizes would have. Like basically, I would have to offer prizes. He's like, I don't mind holding it. I will advertise it. I'll make sure everyone knows. Just. And I'll think I don't I don't know what I mean, I don't I don't personally have a budget to offer anything worthwhile. However, I have a poop load of commons throughout history in my boxes yeah. that I have. Did you just say poop load? Poop load. What is this, an after school special? <laughs> my, I think I think he'd be safe you're I'm just if, kidding, man. I'm just kidding. You'd be safe just doing like a five to six dollar entry fee and just using booster packs. Oh, that's true. It's not that hard. That's what we did at the dugout. We just did five to six dollar entry, and then uh, 
It, like, if you do well, you can even entry, give, like, store credit. Like, you can just be, like, yeah. you, like $15 in store credit. Like, you win a pauper tournament, and you get, like, a $15 Mythic that you would want for your FNM deck. Yeah. It's just, and, and you, you, like, pauper teaches the fundamentals of yeah, magic. Yeah, it does. Standard doesn't do that. You know why? Because Standard does the same damn thing over and over and over again. Yeah, if you're not playing in that deck, you can't win. Play a pack rat. Play a Thassa. Heroes downfall. Uh, 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 crap, I lose. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's, that's. Thassa, we get the point. Yeah, I, mean, it's, I, I think it's something that they're missing, and, like, I think over time, like, it's. It's right now. It's going on deaf ears, but if the stores keep doing and progressing the way they're going, the wizards will have to answer to it eventually. Like, and they, over time, they they will eventually have to do something about it. I think, and then they will. Sorry. I mean, look at look at EDH, Commander. EDH and Commander were nothing. You know how you know how it got where it is and became Commander. It took a lot of people playing it over time well, for it wizards to go because they decided to change the name from EDH. Well, they had to. They ha- they had to. But I mean, they it, Commander became something because the players made it so. It's true. The players themselves made it so, and I think the same thing will happen with Popper. The, the, the just let them not do anything because eventually the players will make it happen, and wizards will be like, okay, now they're doing it. We got to do something about it. I mean, listen, we're not asking for Grand Prix of Pauper. We're no. not asking for a Pauper. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I have I, I have a dream of one day organizing and hosting like a Pauper Nationals tournament and even flying out some international players uh, to like Gen Con one year, you know. But yeah. we're, we're not asking for much. Right. We're Just, not. I mean, they, 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 author, they authorize um, Two-Headed Giant. That's still, you can get DCI points for playing <laughs> Two-headed yeah. giant. Two-headed giant. Yeah. How many people play that? You know what? what? A okay. It, it it is. But check this out. When I the my the first actual tournament that I took my daughter to uh, was two-headed giant. I sat next to her and essentially tutored her throughout through the entire tournament. It was just us. And from that point forward, now she plays by herself. Legacy Lady Planeswalker. <laughs> That's I'm, awesome. Isn't yeah. it? I mean. Yeah. <laughs> I think so, yeah. the giant is a pretty good way of starting people. I, I do too. You essentially have a built-in tutor. It's an apprenticeship, if you will. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but I mean, it's it's just it's going to be one of those things. Wizards will do something about it when a lot of players are doing it, and then they're going to be like, "Yeah, we got to we got to move on this now." And it seems that's the the going way that Wizards does that. That's just the way. It you know, goes. you know what I think it is. I think a lot of people, uh, you know, uh, getting back to the you know, why I don't understand people are still playing Magic. Uh, It's possible that people look at, like, Game game of League of Legends and StarCraft and the the eSports gaming world, and I guess Magic is is kind of its own eSport in a certain way. And people just have, you know, they they have that dream of living like a gamer, of, you know, living in and out of hotels and traveling all over the world and making money and and getting up whenever the hell they want during the day and whatnot. But the fact of the matter is, is Newsflash, Magic ain't going to help you all that much. No. No. You know how much you're going to spend traveling to, like, uh, I don't know, to China? And then if you, like, if you top 25 the Pro Tour, ooh, you're qualified for the next one, but uh, you know how much money you just spent getting home? Yeah. Well, most of those pro players are, are like, are executives at gaming companies anyway. Yeah, like, but but they have real outside jobs. Yeah. Like, right. League of I mean, Legends is just... I don't know how the hell that... Why that became so popular. 
And well, I, I kind of do, but you know, League of Legends and StarCraft—they're rare. Like Magic isn't the same thing. Yeah. And you know, honestly, I'll—I'll I'll just go ahead and say it. Wizards should not be making this much money from a game that they clearly have shown they're not willing to adapt for their players. It's like when yeah. Chris and I used to have arguments over it. I, I'm sorry, I still think that they they owe their their players a lot of money because if it wasn't for us, they wouldn't even be a company. Who, who are they going to? Yeah. What the hell are they going to sell cards to themselves? Yeah, I heard uh, some interesting figures yesterday that I. I'm not sure they're correct, but I'm going to quote them anyway. <laughs> First, uh, the total sales of Magic cards equals one-seventh or more of the total sales of all computer games, all Facebook games, uh, everything that could be sort of as yeah. computer games in the really? world. Candy Crush yes. didn't beat out? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm sorry, I had to bring that up. I hate that game. Seriously, if anybody on uh, my... If anybody has any uh, friends uh, right. me to Facebook, leave me alone with Candy Crush. Leave me alone. <laughs> but you know, you know what, Dan? I I believe you. Here we have a giant company called Walmart at uh. the <laughs> checkout. Yeah, at the checkout stand of every Walmart are Magic cards. The fact that really? those Magic cards, yeah, are there yeah. at Walmart, that means I I, I believe those numbers. I yeah. believe that that is a ridiculous amount. Is that the number of active paper players? Uh, this figure can't be true, but uh, I, I have it from someone who should know. <laughs> uh, the number of paper magic players in the world right now could be as high as 12 million regular players. Yeah. The number of regular players on Magic Online is 10,000. There's less than a tenth of a percent of all magic players. Yeah. And that, that larger number that's playing paper want popper. More than likely, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that larger number of players who play Magic are interested in popper and want to see popper in stores. But do you understand or, or, how much Wizards has... <laughs> how bad Magic Online must be for these numbers to be true? Yeah, Dan, you know, hmm. Dan brings up a perfect point. I mean, how many people day in and day out talk about how they believe that Magic Online might be able to beat out paper one day. Yeah, that ain't gonna happen. Dude, that ain't gonna happen. The, com- the, the comfortability of me being in front of my chair eating Cheetos and crap while I play <laughs> daily, which uh, I don't do. I don't understand that. And yes, I wear pants at home. I have dignity. Uh, <laughs> you know, that, that'll never beat out, you know, actually going to a real... T- yeah. At least not for me. Yeah. And I, I'll, let me be honest, I, I, I have MTGO because I do this show. If I wasn't a podcaster, I would not play MTGO. I I play MTGO solely for the purpose of knowing what's going on so I can talk on this show. I don't think That's any it. of us blame you. If if I would not be a host on this show if I did if hmm. if, if I wasn't playing MTGO. Yeah. Cuz I did that for a while and I it was really hard to keep up with what was going on cuz I didn't play online. And it's the main reason why I even got got an account to begin with. Real talk. I uh when I, I did a sanctioned tournament in 2012 in paper for the first time since Los Angeles in 2000. <laughs> and when I got <laughs> home, I was like, 
do I have to sort these cards now? What the? <laughs> so I haven't done it since. It's like uh, I got so bored with sorting cards and binders, yeah. oh, stupid binders it. and crap. Yeah. It's, I, I, yeah, you have to sorting sorting paper cards is kind of a pain, but like for me, it's it's relaxation. Like like I have my garage. And that's my man cave, and that's where I have everything. Yeah. And like for me, it's I turn the heater on in my garage if it's if it's in the winter time or if it's cold. You and know, having I, a heater near paper might not be your best idea. Mm-hmm. Huh? Well, my my cards are fine. It it stays. I don't have the heat. It's just I. It stays forty degrees in, in, all winter in our garage. I, 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 I'm just. I just turn you. the heat on when I'm out there. I'm just turning the heat on when I'm out there. But uh, it's it's like I got. That's that's a comfort level for me. I can just go to my garage, it's quiet, listen to my music or whatever, or my Netflix, and just sort cards and relax. I mean, it's just I've done it a lot more because I'm on eBay now. But <laughs> the last big tournament that I went to, like big big tournament, was a PTQ, and I think it was uh, I don't remember if it was constructed or not, but I remember thinking, oh my god, ten rounds. And I remember asking, like, the five people I was sitting at with during the player discussion, anybody got a gun? I could just put it to my hand right now. Because <laughs> well, we, when I first started playing PTQs, they were, like, maybe seven rounds. And, you know, we would get there at 10 in the morning. It would start at, at like, you know, 1030 because everybody shows up late because they're, you know, assholes. And we would stay there till like... Six o'clock, and and then we'd watch our friends in the top eight, and then at like eight o'clock we'd go home. It ain't that way anymore. There's so many people playing PTQs, especially here in New York. We have like 200 plus people PTQs. I don't want to stay there for 12 goddamn hours playing Magic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do that on Magic Online either. I don't. I don't play premier events because I don't want to commit six or seven hours worth of a damn tournament. I don't know how Chris yeah. does it. I don't know how he loves magic so much. Yeah. He, he no, I. Uh, no, he's. Oh yeah, sleep. that is true. He doesn't sleep. Yeah. No, I uh, like like I've I've been I'm trying to get my like there is a what is it? it was an article we covered a while ago. Get it done in fifteen. Um, it's a it's a format of magic where you only use fifteen cards and you play magic as normal and you just play stupid quick little games. It takes, like, less than five minutes to play. And, uh, it's something that, uh, I have, I have tried, I've got, I've introduced to our group, and, uh, we haven't done it at a tournament yet or anything, or, but it, it's, it's a really good idea. Like, between rounds, if you're bored. Is that, is that like, a version of Pack War? No, you, you build, you build a constructed 15-card deck, and, uh, you, you can't lose by mill. Okay. You just keep playing with, with lands and everything. <laughs> yeah, with lands and everything. I have an infect deck, and you get a three card sideboard. Oh, that's not fair! You build fifteen cards, and you and you only have to win in half the time. That's not fair. Yeah, I play infect. Okay, it's fun. It's just really quick ball, play. play. Ball lightning, ball lightning, ball lightning. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's they they have it. They have the fifteen. There's a format for it. They have a, a format for all of them. There's standard 15. There's legacy 15. There's vintage 15. You name it. Every it has a. There's a. It, it's just you play a 15 card and you follow follow the basic vintage format. Vintage 15. All right, I'll play. Uh, 
I don't know. I'll play uh, Mox it's, Land, Mox Tinker. You believe it's crap. interesting play? No, it's it's interesting play. It, it really is okay. because everyone's getting their explosive combos right away, and it's just a matter of who can do it yeah. first. It's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, uh, it's just it's just the way of killing time. You, you know what? You know what else okay. is really funny as far as uh, Dan? Do you play? Did you ever play release events regularly back when they were a good prize? Uh, yeah. <laughs> a long, long time ago. Yeah, <laughs> you know, a long time ago when you know the yellow brick road was still a thing and all that. Uh, yeah, we took know, the the Viking ship down to the. He <laughs> 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 went uh, raided local tournaments. Like yeah. <laughs> Christianity, the release. <laughs> <laughs> like you know, you know, back when uh, you know they were still in, when Magic Online was still in BC and the Egyptians were roaming around, you know. Uh, yep. Like Michael Jacob talks about now, how he's boycotting all the release events until the prizes get better. And then w- somebody tweeted Worth about it, and Worth was like, "Oh, you're right. We actually did make the prize worse." And it's just like, "Are, are you serious? Why would he say we, that?" <laughs> we, or, or, or somebody, or somebody, because there he had like thousands of tweets or something. I, I remember something like it, or somebody from Wizard said that. And, I, and I'm thinking, like, the price is worse. Are you stupid, wizards? Are you stupid? Do, like, do we look ignorant to you? I don't know what types of people are playing in these release events, but I don't. They, I don't. They, they want new cards, and they want them now. Yeah, I, I bet it. if I bet they could run it where they didn't even have prizes, and yet you got six packs or whatever, and that was your prize. I I bet it would still sell out. I've won. I've run run release events where people showed up, played one round, and left. Mm -hmm. They don't care. They just want the But that's real life. This is Magic Online. That's a bit different in my opinion. Like, with Magic Online, how can someone justify that? Like, are you that wealthy that you can do that? (laughs) And if you are, you really don't have anything else to spend your money on? Like... Listen, the only way that we're going to make change to Wizards is if we, like, take a stand. You know, for every... It's like for every ten people that realize how bad those prizes were, another thousand people were still playing. We're like, eh, it gives you crap. Really? You don't care? Yeah. You, 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 don't, you don't care? Really? Yeah. Like, Wizards don't <sighs> prize away like candy. Like candy. Yeah. I remember how good the prizes were. They were they were wonderful. You got eleven mm. packs for going four zero. That's wonderful. Yeah, but I don't know. It's uh, from Wizard's stance. I think they're I think their Wizard's big stance is they could they could like give the world to to the to their customers and someone's still gonna complain. Yeah, you're never gonna make anyone happy. Yeah. I, had, I had someone complain about the free videos I make. <laughs> Yeah, you know, you, like you can you can give you can give everybody the world. Oh, and I, I have a not. couple people that complain to me about how I don't pro I don't uh, properly label my testing sessions, and I'm like, uh, really? <laughs> oh, sorry. It should take really? like maybe it should it should maybe take two seconds for them to log on to your channel and see what you're doing and decide if they want to like sit and watch it or not. I don't no. know. I don't know. By that, I, I mean I'll put them over here. Sorry. Yes! Somebody, somebody else who shuffles cards besides me. Now you can't blame me, Chris. And I know you're going to hear this. Listen. Yeah! 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 Okay. 
But on to the next topic because we, we 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 beat this we beat this horse uh, beat this horse okay, to yeah. death. Um, let's go on to the standard popper gauntlet update. How were we at? We are at end of week one, beginning of week two, still round one. Um, okay. It is anyone getting kicked out yet? Not yet, because I did double elimination. Which okay. how well things are going? I don't know if that was the best idea. <laughs> <laughs> but um, actually, the the two decks I got beat. Um, we had we had a couple win due to. Um, ridiculousness on the other side, but the two that lost, one of which was Bug Defenders by Chris Baker. Really? Yeah. And the other was yeah. my deck. <laughs> and the other was was Dan's deck. Yes, it was. <laughs> yeah, Bug Defenders. I, I drew terrible the whole time, and I, I, the second game I, I won in like two minutes, which is 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 Bug Defenders the one that is trying to bring back Ghostly Flicker Gate? Yeah, there are two that are and so Bug many Defenders the best one. That answers my question. Can it survive without Flicker? It and uh, it, it no. now I don't know because it has won events and when I I I, I practice with it because it is by far the most complicated deck in here and I practice with it and all. Well, yeah, without Ghostly Flicker, you have to completely change how you play. Oh yes, and so that's why because I, I played Ghostly Flicker. I mean, I know, I know you hate that deck, but I liked it and um, mm-hmm. that's the one I played. But um. Yeah, Bug Defenders, I won six games in a row. I'm like, okay, here we go. Going to record. Play, dead. <laughs> I, I don't even know. Um, There's mm-hmm. two things. One, you should be calling it the Fun Police. The Fun Police? Yeah. I think Demir Mill is going to be <laughs> definitely called the Fun uh, Police. Number two, that is what we like to call recording syndrome, where once you actually <laughs> record... Uh, God likes to make it so that people can yell at us for doing bad in recordings. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so very un- true. Oh, unfortunately, so. But yeah, it's, it's exactly what happened. I was like, okay, I'm ready. I, I got this down. Boom, dead. Oh, that's awesome. How did the How did the uh, the Black White X Store deck do? It did okay. The The only problem with that deck is long game. If you, if yeah. you catch that's them the early, yeah, long game. You just, you have, you, the fact, X-Word is great, except for the fact that you have to cast something to trigger right. that absorb ability. Um, yeah. That's the problem. It, if, I think maybe if we could update it, I know it can't happen now, but if it could be updated to include more things where you can just dump mana into it to perform the same action, whether you have the Servant of Timorat or more of the um, Scholar of Athreos, um, I think that would do better because there's also another deck called the Church of Athreos in that it is kind of a little more of a, has a little more late game in mind, uh, less yeah. extort, but there's still extort included because extort's an awesome mechanic. Um, yeah. That one has, I, I think that one's that one's going to keep moving on just due to the nature of uh, yeah. uh, just the nature Ooh. of the uh, abilities. Mm-hmm. That might your just extort. be the updated version. Yeah. I, I think it might your, be. Yeah, your extort game when you're, you're when you're playing up against extort, and I, I know this from experience because my buddy uh, my buddy Shane mm-hmm. likes has a popper extort deck that he plays in paper. Mm-hmm. Screw that. You deck. can <laughs> you can beat it. You can beat it, but you have to just aggro decks do a pretty good job against it because he can keep gaining life, but eventually he's gonna have to block and kill his extorters. Mm-hmm. Um. If you're you're not gonna outspell it, you actually have to 
keep swinging every turn and let your creatures die. Yeah. That's all you can do. Makes sense. You just got to keep swinging, keep swinging until they can't, till they can't, till they can't answer with creatures anymore. Right. The uh, a note about the the Church of Athreos deck is that's one of the decks from a non MTGO player. That's what he plays. Yep, that's what he plays local. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is it possible to add green to the deck for like mana ramp maybe? Three. I, I just don't know if three color. I think well, you get maybe, maybe, no, no, maybe maybe not three colors. But I mean, like maybe just make it like green white or green black. Is that a Bulgari? Yeah, oh, like sorry, I don't know. But you're not getting your your uh, what is it? The, the tithes, the the two two bear. Yeah, the, the, the bear. You're not getting your bear. You're not getting your. Uh, your one four like isn't the one four one yeah, the, played every once in a while. Yeah, well, yeah, that's yeah. why you can make it green white if you wanted to. Oh, green white! I think if you're gonna do green white, you may as well just go Selesnia. Yeah, Selesnia decks are fair enough. They, they'll get you because the screecher. Then you're, if you go on green, you don't get the screecher, and the screecher's really good too. Right. If it was me, that's true. I, I had to cut every exhort. I would leave in Syndicatize and, and screecher and cut all yeah. of those. Yeah, they're your core. In that deck, they're your core deck. Oh, yeah. They're your core extorters. Those eight can go into any yeah. black and white popper deck. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. So. So, yeah, that's where it stands. Um, I have this, I have the standings listed. I'm going to keep the leaderboard up and running. Um, I wrote I wrote my um, standard deviation number 20. It's out there. Mm-hmm. And I wrote a kind of mini-article in the comments of this article in regards to the format of the gauntlet, because I had lots of suggestions, um, and I haven't had a chance to go in and finish reading Dr. Baker's um, post from Facebook. It's been kind of a busy day, but without reading his post, I kind of caught just the first paragraph for some reason. I couldn't read the rest of it. I went in and wrote why we did what we did and kind of went back to why Dan did what he did with the original Gauntlet. And uh, yeah. that's just... So that's that's kind of a two-part article all in one space. And I know I know, uh, Dr. Baker you know, wrote... I see right here he wrote two different things about uh, his suggestions. And again, I, I encourage everyone to write suggestions because if there's something that we haven't thought of or if there's a new way of doing things, the next go-around can't change this one. But in the future, yeah. if it is as popular as people seem to make me believe it is, um, then you know we're always we're always looking for improvement. So there you go. Yeah, standard popper is kind of I almost want to call standard popper like a format that hasn't been touched all that much, and like just the idea of having a, a format that is popper but yet doesn't really the decks don't aren't. The de- standard popper seem that there is no typecasted deck. Like all of mm-hmm. them are just you could like you you can build anything and as long as you work at it, you can make it good. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I'm surprised at how uh, how airy the that meta game can be while there are still so few cards. Yeah. Uh, yeah can I uh, reply to your thing, Brennan? Sure, uh, please. The one thing that I thought about when I designed the proper gauntlet back in July was that it should be easy to administrate. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's why the opponent is <laughs> random. 
so it's sort of almost the essence of the Pauper Gauntlet that how can these decks survive against random opponents? So in that, if you use that as the method, you can just sit down. Okay, now I have time to do a Pauper do a Pauper Gauntlet game. Sit down, do it. But if it would be an administrative chore that you would have like three different opponents that had to have all these decks and yeah, it just turns into a, a nightmare work, and it's still so much work. <laughs> so anything, any uh, any changes to the gauntlet that adds work to it is probably not going to be uh, made reality. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, it's an administrative, <laughs> like you're saying, it's administrative nightmare. Um, if this was kind of all we did as a group, then I could see something like that working, but this is just an aside, kind of a community rally point, if you will. Yeah. Should I do the Johnny video? <laughs> <laughs> or, or otherwise you will do it in, like, October? <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, I, I, I need to do that, because there's two videos Dan and I ever talk about, and I, I have a, a history of a Johnny and then my speculation on what the next Johnny Planeswalker card is going to be. And yeah. I'm going to put those out. They're pretty... I, I like I like the Johnny... I sent, sent Dan my uh, script for it, and I think it was pretty funny. But <laughs> then again, I think a lot of what I say is funny. I don't know if you guys agree. Because it's like uh, three weeks until the, the real <laughs> yes, version is released. <laughs> They're going to make another Johnny? Uh, probably. Very probably. But, the the high high likelihood, and that's why I want to get something like that out. And then I also uh, Ajani is in Terra's pictures. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's the planeswalker in Journey into Nyx. Yeah, well, there there is no green white planeswalker yet. Mm-mm. So if that's that's an idea, I think we might see a Celestia Ajani. Yes, which makes sense. Which makes sense because we already have a white red one. Personally, my favorite version of Ajani. Yeah. <laughs> I love Johnny Vengeance. His ultimate is amazing. Yeah. <clears throat> Johnny Vengeance. Back for action. Yeah, it's, his brother. It's so his ultimate is just soul crushing. The next one will be called the Johnny's Grengeance. Right. <laughs> yeah. No, Johnny Vengeance. Out of all the ultimate abilities, the Johnny Vengeance ultimate ability—it's just so soul crushing. It's just, yeah, you don't have any land anymore. I've actually beaten it before. <laughs> I did. Was after it ultimated? Yeah. yeah. I, my my friend tried to ultimate me again, but luckily I beat him beforehand. <laughs> oh my That's god, nice. was it grueling. I ended up having at one point, I remember to this day, having a hand of seven cards and six of them were lands. <laughs> just holding on <laughs> yeah, to them. Yeah, just holding on to them. It's awesome. No, I, uh, I, re- <laughs> I, I recently bought cards from uh, Plummer, Chris Plummer, and I... I like I bought cards to sell, but I like he had a had a Johnny Benjamin on that list, and I just got my cards today. And that I'm I'm telling you right now that Johnny Benjamin is not going on eBay. That's going to my personal collection because I will make white red EDH at some point in time, and I want it. <laughs> you know what they should do? They should make a EDH type format where you have planeswalkers as your general. That'd be fun. That'd be really really but cool. But exclude Chase the Mindswalker. Yeah, yeah that saying. guy's not fair. It, it would it would be Jace, Jace Dex, and Jace, Jace Dex. Yeah, I, I'm sorry, Chris, but the all right, people. The only Jace you're allowed to have is Bellerin. Every all the other ones are banned. 
Bellerin is great. Bellerin is good. I, was say, I like Bellerin too. <laughs> yeah, I like Bellerin. He's my favorite. It's I like the final Bellerin. deck. Yes. Yeah. 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 Watching Dan play the the I watched Dan play the time walk deck and when he gets the Jace out and just go turn after turn after turn. <laughs> oh, it's like pinging them to death with baby Jace. It's awesome. Yeah, baby Jace, awesome. <laughs> baby Jace once won me three hundred dollars, so that was good for me. Wow, nice. <laughs> I miss fairies right. when it was you know good. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so anything more on the? Uh, is that about uh, it? Yep, posting video two videos every day during the work week. Cool, cool. Um, usually around cool. six central. Are we gonna see a, a regular pop? Are we gonna see a popper gauntlet again in the near future with uh, domain? Has a, a domain zoo being in it? The idea is if there is a second season of the popper gauntlet, which is not yet decided, <laughs> uh, it will be uh, starting a year after the first gauntlet started, so late July. Okay. Because I so want to champion the domain zoo deck. <laughs> it will definitely be in there. Yeah. I wouldn't mind. I, want to champion I wouldn't it. mind championing goblins. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I want to champion Domain Zoo oh, because I love that deck. <laughs> it's like, it's like I, I've kind of let the Kiln Fiend thing die. I'm not. I mean, I like the deck, but then Domain Zoo was introduced to me. I haven't. And uh, yeah, sorry, Kiln Fiend. That we've had a good we've had a good run, but you gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> the idea of just blasting somebody in the face with four tribal flames is just appealing to me for some reason. Tribal flames <laughs> is just one of those cards that will always warm my heart. <laughs> <laughs> because I've like I even had a matchup with my domain deck where I couldn't land a creature, but playing four tribal flames was tri- tribal flames was still winning. Wow. Yeah. It's just really cool. It's like, fine, take all my creatures, but uh, I'm going to brainstorm, and I'm going to get Tribal Flames, and guess where that's going? <laughs> Straight to the dome. Straight to the dome, a quarter of your life. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Hold that to your chest. <laughs> and the funniest thing the funniest thing about that deck is I pulled that off, and, like, it's really cool. It's Pulling that off is funny because you hit him with three Tribal Flames, and then, like, you, you tap the, you tap for the fourth one and just watch the player go, player concedes match. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All they see is one red mana and one other mana tap, and they're like, yeah, let's start a new game. Because <laughs> they've wasted all their counter spells and their removal, like, getting rid of the creatures. Right. <laughs> so, like, I have, one of my new strategies with that deck is just to hold on to Tribal Flame. Just don't even play them. And just let them waste everything else on, on my other stuff. And then it's like, oh, well, you're down, your hand's down now, so now it's time to play Tribal Flames. <laughs> <laughs> you know what somebody should do? Make a Delver Domain deck. Oh, my God. <laughs> you, you, you hush your mouth. <laughs> hush your mouth. That's dirty. You shut your whore <laughs> mouth. I'm also going to do it. I'm going to make a green control deck with Tribal Flames and Delver in it. <laughs> Shut your whore mouth. Well, hey, that's my line, damn it. Well, tribal domain <laughs> triggers Del- uh, Tribal flames trigger- triggers Delver. It does. Oh, my God. It does. Oh, God. Oh, God. I just broke the format. I did it. God. The problem is that you have to run a lot of enchantments that do not oh, trigger yeah. Delver. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> 
Well, then you play more Ponder and Preordain. <laughs> I do love myself some draw cards, I do. <laughs> Set it up if you can't get it. Tell me the name. <laughs> oh, God, what did I just do? That's a challenge yeah. to the yeah. listeners. Send in your Delta you Domain list. Yeah, I, I, I pray that someone does well with that deck and then blames me for it. It's just like, you know, if it wasn't for Mikey K freaking saying it on the Pop of the People show, it's never would have freaking happened. <laughs> first, it was the, first it was the stupid blue-green Tron deck, and the, uh, no, the blue-green Cloudpost deck, which was never my freaking idea anyway. <laughs> I don't get it. Funny. I don't get why I'm still blamed for that deck, even though Shafa created it. You're yeah. blamed for everything, aren't you? I am. <laughs> I am blamed for everything. I, I take it in stride, though. <laughs> All right, MTGO Finance. What's up, Dan? You are first. Flashback drafts. Tons of flashback drafts. Um, only two are relevant. There are seven flashback drafts announced right now. And uh, we are doing Mirage Drafts, which of course is uh, has a lot of value cards, but Odyssey Block is coming up on April 2nd. And those cards haven't been drafted since dawn of time, so uh, some cards yeah. will drop a lot in value. What do we have in Odyssey that's good? Uh, have to check. I don't even know anymore. Ah. Uh, I caught him off guard. Deep analysis. Yes. Okay. What are the three sets from Odyssey Block? Odyssey and what? Torment and Judgment. Torment was the black okay. set where every card was black, or most cards were black. Right. And then Judgment was the yeah. white-green set. That's where we got cards like Tainted Wood. Oh, Cabal Therapies and Judgment, that should be a, definitely a big card. Mm. Yeah, mm. Innocent Blood. <laughs> yeah, Entomb mm. is awesome. Yeah. Entomb's worth a lot of crash. Yeah, it is. And my favorite squirrel mob. <laughs> squirrel opposition, baby. <laughs> and actually, I played that format a lot, so uh, I might have to play it. It's uh, nice. it's renowned for being a really bad format, but... <laughs> Odyssey was so bad. Moments, please. That's all right. We get Odyssey and we make Popper Squirrel. Oh, yeah. Cabal Ritual. That's awesome. <laughs> a Firebolt. Right, uh, also, on easy. the finance front, um, modern cards have begun to drop. So, uh, the, the spike from the Pro Tour is... But there will be another spike now, because oh we can play modern PTQ season in just 10 weeks. So, um, yep. Well, if everything goes according, you know, the PTQs will crash, and then Wizards will just say, f*** it, right? Yes, hmm. and that's a problem, actually, because we don't know really where modern prices go now. I'm holding on to my modern cards until PTQ season because that's what you normally do. But yeah. I'm not sure it's the correct call right now. So, And it's not a bad time to sell your modern cards. Yeah. Chris is so going to kill Either it's, either it's the time to sell or it's the time to pick up modern cards in a couple of weeks <laughs> for PTQ. Season. Yeah. So it's a, it's a time of uncertainty. What are yeah. the, the chase ones besides the fetch lines, in your opinion? Like the big, big chase ones. Uh, depends on what you want to do, sell or. Um, <laughs> sell well, if or you buy. want, if you want to pick them up while they're while they're dropped. There were some I was thinking about yesterday. You have to basically look at um, goldfish and <laughs> check every day because yeah. there are no great pickups. Scalding tarn is down right now a bit. Uh, everything that's not seeing a lot of play 
Sulfur yeah. Falls has gone down too. Uh, but um, yeah, they can jump back up in a matter of moments. And check the modern price change list on mtggoldfish.com. Yeah. Yeah. But they can jump. Like blue red is a popular color, so they can be down today, but they can go up tomorrow. Yeah, so. and overall modern cars are still really, really high. Yeah, very, very modern risky. is still a you know it's still a relatively young format. It's, it's still in like its beta state. Yeah. Yeah, and the thing is, then if if modern uh, keeps up its popularity or it gets even more popular, all these old cards will be they will not be dropping too much. Right. Yeah. And uh, and imagine if instead of less than one percent of paper players were playing online, ten yeah. percent were playing online. Then the yeah. prices of online cards would uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, skyrocket. Yeah. Yeah. Then, uh, yeah, so, anything else? Anything from the paper finance world? Paper side. Uh, eBay hot list. Maliripod Kiki Pod cards are on fire. Um, your modern staples are selling, and Mogus is still hard to get, which is really, really annoying because. I hate watching five or six different mm-hmm. frickin' lots all at the same time. <laughs> Mogus, I think, is still unexplored. I think the reason why Mogus is still everyone like, he's so sought after right now is because he's not really explored completely, and there might, like, with the, with, uh, the third set coming out, I think uh, we could see a Rakdos standard deck, so people are trying to get their Moguses right now. Mm-hmm. Because he has potential to be really good. Oh, he's yeah. cheap online. Yeah, but like, in, like he he is he's cheap in paper too. He's like a fifteen dollar card in paper. But he could like with the new set coming out. I think we're gonna see the rest of the Minotaurs, being that it's, their Minotaurs are obviously black red. I, I think we're gonna see some Rakdos Aggro come out of the third block that will come in, come into standard and become a thing. And Mogus is an awesome card for that. I am betting <laughs> so. hard that they make a Minotaur Tribal playable in standard. That there yeah. is one more card yeah. that will break Minotaur Tribal into at least yeah. a tier 2 deck. Yeah, so I mean, that's it's there. Oh, they have two, 200 Race yeah. Blood Shamans. <laughs> yeah. I think they're definitely going to try to make it. That's yeah. Cool. But we do have a metagame update to go over quickly. So. Yeah, definitely quickly. That's about it. we all know what deck yeah. we're going to talk about. Uh, let's see here. Uh, let's go to start with our standard popper event. We got uh, Stubborn Heroes in first place. That's our green-white uh, aggro deck. Uh, we've got um, we got another one. We've got a mono-red deck, which is... Uh, what is this one? Looks like a, like a mid-rangey aggro burn deck, kind of. And then we've got uh, Tier 4, Boros Agro, and Mono Black Control. And uh, Crouching, Crouching Cypher hidden, <laughs> hidden, hidden Strings in Tier 8. With uh, Relentless Red, White Weenie, and of course PK23 with his 4 converted 4CC deck. So, it hasn't changed much. It's, it's still the same decks are still kind of there. Before we talk uh, about Gathling, what what is this Gathling controversy going on? Yeah, yeah. last week um, there was a controversy between the first and second place. Ended up calling it two first place winners. Um, if you go out there, it was between Brazil and Dr. Chris Baker. Yeah. Um, 
there was an issue. Um, Dr. Baker has never hidden the fact that he schedules patients around um, the MPDC. Um, yeah. Some stuff happened last week that some patients came in, and him being a doctor is going to see the patients regardless of convenience mm-hmm. of others. And he right. talked to Gwyneth, and Gwyneth said, you know, like, you know, I don't like this. You know, make sure the other person knows. You, know, you read the article for more details. Um, if you look for the draft brewery on WordPress, it's out there. Um, but he didn't hide anything. He said what he needed to do and tried to get in contact with the other, with his other uh, top two player, which was Brazil. Um, Brazil didn't like it. Um, there were some words exchanged and and uh, they they were offered a solution, but the solution was not accepted um, by, like Brazil did not accept the solution that was offered, and he said that he should be the winner because he was there. He went ahead and reported his results without them actually playing. Um, but again, uh, I know Brazil is not here to defend himself, so I'm not going to point fingers, but... There was no winner declared up until, I want to say, Friday or Saturday. It was very late. It, and I, I, talked to, uh, I talked to Chris about it because I was like, I, you know, I usually write in my article about this very tournament. It would be nice if there was some kind of solution. Um, but, yeah, my, my beef with it is is that this is a player-run event. It's not cutthroat. Why is anyone treating the prize structure and winning and not finding an amicable solution like it's cutthroat? What what's the prize? Ten tickets? Who cares? Uh, it's seven. Yeah. Seven? Yeah. That's worse. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It it so why why is it being cutthroat when all when really Wait, is this just, is this last week when Long Time Gone won or is it the week before? It's last week's. Is that who Long Time Gone is? Doctor Baker? No, Dr. Baker is Dr. Baker. I don't yeah, think that's what I thought. Gone. Yeah. Because no. I see Long Time Gone here as the winner. Are you talking about an a PDC tournament or a gathering tournament? MPDC 2404. Oh, the MPDC tournament. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah not, not classic copper. Oh, no. Yeah, there isn't. But, uh, yeah. yeah, there was, I mean, uh, Dr. Baker goes into great detail on his, uh, on how things went down. And, um, so anyway, uh, yeah, it, it, there was a lot of hullabaloo around a $7 ticket prize, which... <laughs> it's seven tickets. You didn't pay anything. Who cares? Yeah, exactly. I, You're not I, out anything. I, I know. You put nothing in. And, and that, that, that bugs me that something so minuscule would be... Make, make such, someone would make such a fuss about it. It's like, you know, offered yeah. a solution. You know, either call to draw or meet some other time and finish your match. Okay, yeah. sounds perfectly acceptable. But that yeah. wasn't found acceptable. And I don't know. Um, if if things like this happen, if MPDC decides they you know they don't want to deal with it, you know what? They're they're doing it. Yes, they do it for advertisement. They do it to get advertisement for the sponsor of the you know the bot that sponsors them. But yeah. still, this this kind of crap we don't need. Um, clogging up it's, the, the format because this is the only outlet for the format. There is no more SPDC. Yeah, it's stuff like this that could actually ruin it for everybody. Exactly. So you can either take your toys and go home in a huff, or yeah. just finish it up. Play next week. 
Yeah. Which seems no to be the, the manly solution. I'm, I'm not getting in the middle of this because I I think everybody knows where I stand on when cutthroat bullcrap like that happens, especially on places like Gatling or PDC. I have yeah. no yeah. I'm not getting in the middle of this. I'm yeah. At this point, honestly, I'm actually just sorry I asked, because this is just like school y- schoolyard bullshit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Well, let's move on to the next event. <laughs> yes, we got please. Popper Classic Tuesdays. Uh, Popper Classic Tuesdays, is uh, we don't usually cover these, but I figured I'd cover one every once in a while. Oh. This is the Popper Classic Tuesdays 29 Players Showed. Uh, done on 18th of 18, March 18. Uh, we got, uh, in first place, we got Burning Sensation by Longtime Gallon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is the most got, tournament, so shout-outs to Yes. Yeah, and then we got a Nivix Kiln Fiend deck. And we've got green-white... Oh, yeah, this is uh, Soul Sisters. Oh, just clicked off of it. we got Soul Sisters. We have uh, Rugtron, fun deck. Goblins, one of Mikey's favorites. Are they wrong? How close is it to your list, anyway? With Sparksmith, this makes me so sad. Yeah, what? me too. There's only three Mog War Marshal? What in the hell is going on here? Yes. So it's not Mike's list. Have to make room <laughs> for the Sparksmith. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we got a uh, White Weenie. A White Weenie deck. And we've got uh, a, a Sliver deck. Yep. And we have another Burn deck. No one ever puts so my Goblin deck. My Goblin no Delver. See, no one plays Delver in this tournament because no one actually cares about winning. <laughs> That's why I won't <laughs> they want to play what's fun. <laughs> they want to play what's fun. Yeah. <laughs> so there's that, and then we move over to our premier event. And uh, what do we got here? Premier event. First on the list is Delver Blue by X Dude, and then we've got. Uh, a burn deck by Rickaboo. That's a so cool name. Seem to play a burn deck at the top two in uh, the Premier yeah. with all yeah. those Delver decks. Deluxikov with a green Stompy deck. Well, I don't know. That was Boggles. One. My bad. No. Boggles. So we got Boggles. No, it's, no, it's, it's Boggles. the name of the deck is the green one. The yeah. green one. Okay, it's interesting. Um, and then well, I mean, we've it's, got. It's got Boggles in it. Yeah. And Utabi Drakes. Yeah. And then we've got Entropy 263 in fourth place with another, another Delver deck. Mono Blue. Control deck. Was it Mono Blue Control? Okay. Yep, move on. No Sorry, it has Delver in it. Yeah. Check, check for Ninjas. If they're on Ninjas. And this guy, this guy loves crayons. <laughs> I love crayons. He's running, he's running Red Blue Control. <laughs> He loves crayons. His name loves crayons. Wow. Uh, <laughs> perks with... Uh, just loves the smell. Loves, loves the, the smell taste. Crayons. Everything about loves the smell of <laughs> Loves the smell of burning crayons. He melts them. Um, melts them. <laughs> <laughs> We've got uh, Delver Blue again. Oh, God, I'm sorry. That was just... I think we just found a title for this show. Love Crayons. Love Crayons. <laughs> and in seventh place we have Delver. Delver. And <laughs> eighth place, place. Uh, Affinity. Thank God. Affinity. Not a Delver deck. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Delver. And then oh, God. Delver. our second premiere event. 
We've got uh, we've got Delver by oh. Smurgly. Schmurgly. No, that's a monoblock okay. control deck. Monoblock control. I'm checking for ninjas. If there are ninjas, I just Delver. I just see Delvers all the time. Should we re- hold on? Hold on a second. Should we really be calling Delver aggro? Delver blue. There's Delver in it, but it's clearly on center around Delver. Shouldn't we just call it fish at this point? I have yep. uh, like 300 YouTube videos with the deck saying that its name is Delver, so I'm gonna I'm gonna argue. <laughs> <It looks like laughs> you know yeah. what? I'm gonna call it fish just to piss you off. Now. If it looks like fish and smells like fish, it's probably fish. It actually is fish. fish. Anyway, in second place we have Cog. Scrubby. With Lotus Petal. With Lotus Petals. And Rush for Knowledge is a very old school version. You know what? I like Lotus Petals, but I have a French Lotus Petal in in one of my uh, EDH decks, and I think the French Lotus Petal sounds better. It is Petal de Lotus. That is awesome. That is an absolutely good name. I know, I love it. And then uh, with Thrax, he's playing a uh, Reddit. Delver Fiend deck, so it's clearly still there. Swarm of Mats. He's playing Delver Blue, let's move on. He's playing Delver Blue. And then uh, <laughs> we've got M.T. Jeffering playing a fin- or Boros Kitty. Boros Kitty. Boros Kitty. There we go. And it's yeah. the old list. Yeah, this is the old, the really old list. Yeah. Like the first list. Yeah. So. Wow. It's hmm. the, 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 the deck that won the Pauper Gauntlet. Alex321 is playing Tron. Eh, whatever. And Deluxikov is playing... Uh, green one again. The green one again. Same exact and list. Yep. And Podge Clink. Eh, Delver uh, with fish. Sure. Delver with fish. No, not Delver with fish. It's with fish, damn it. Whatever. Delver with Vapor Smag. Yeah. Uh, I like that card. Psychic Barrier. Yeah, because that's awesome. I like I like winning with those cards. I, I like I those just... I play the, uh, the new card of... <laughs> Psychic Barrier in that list. Yeah. Uh, one of the God's card that counters uh, creatures or enchantments. I agree yeah. with on that one. Oh, Nullify? Oh, yeah. yeah. But yeah. that's that. Nice. That's, that is our uh, metagame for the day. Lots so, of Delver. Uh, lots of Delver Blue. Lots of and Liking Crans. And Liking Crans. Play Delver, pack the <laughs> Bone Splitters for the uh, Mirror. He, he, loves to, right. he loves to smell crayons and get high up. Yes, like, we like crayons. <laughs> we all like crayons, it's clear. <laughs> all right, and then our Rage of the Week is by Mr. Weaver. Um, where This is our shout-out to uh, G-Nub. Can I read it? That's his name. Go for it. All right, so get, so get this, guys. First, this guy says good games, right? Then Chris is saying good games. But then this guy says, screw you, you stupid green deck, and leaves. And Chris is like, ha, ha, ha. And that's yeah. it. Yeah, that's it. You but the said, guy... You yeah, said he, GG. Said he said GG. He did. It wasn't, wasn't the point of it also that his deck wasn't actually green. It, it wasn't monogreen. Yeah. Oh, it is? Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, it's... <laughs> it was a ruse. Is it oh. Naya Mons? No, it's uh, standard, right? Yeah, it's standard. Yeah, it's a red-green red aggro in standard. Yes, it is. Yeah. It's red-green. Nice mono-green. Or is it monogreen? No, there's no. a red line. No, it, nope. it, is, it is definitely. It says mm. red. I see Burning Emissary and something else, too. Yeah, but Burning Emissary oh, yeah, could be green. That's true. Oh, but oh, there's wait, a ground. Is it the, the, ground. There it is. Just another Burning Emissary. Is it the mono-green, uh, that stupid Nileal land deck just splashes red for, you know, it splashes red for Cynicals? Oh, he's playing Stomping yeah, Grounds, and 
I'm guessing he, if it's turn four, it was uh, he went uh, he went. What is it here? Burning ground, burning pure emissary, burning tree emissary, and then tap the other two to play a Polychronos. Yeah, I think and, this uh, is mono green splashing Xenagos. Yeah. So yeah, that's our uh, raid. It's so funny. Yeah, it's it so is. funny. Jacket. Um. Yeah. So that's our rage of the week. And uh, so. Uh, yeah, but wait a minute. Now? Look at that situation again. Why is the guy conceding? Yeah. Because he doesn't well, I think he's racist the... against green cards. I, th- I think he. I think the world leader scared him. Like I said, wow. I think. I think the way Chris played this was burning tree emissary into burning tree emissary into Polychronos world leader. But why would he? I hold think that's what the, happened. Burning tree emissaries until turn four. I wish I knew I that... Maybe he didn't draw him. I don't know. I wish I knew that by playing this little batch of cards I could get a concession from an opponent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it doesn't look dead at all, the opponent. No. It looks like no. the game just started. Right. Oh, he must uh, have mulligan. He has only two cards in his hand. Yeah. Oh. Uh, so. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. justify it. Yeah, but still. Oh, well. <laughs> That's G-Nubs. Uh, congratulations. That's all I'm saying. Uh, shout-outs and emails. I had a Twitter message sent to me, um, and it said, uh, my hero, he's, he, he responds with, my hero's address. Thank you for the praise and advice. I don't have moto, so I had to brew it while blind to the current meta. You don't have moto? You have made the first step into manhood. <laughs> so, yeah. I don't know so where I was just, going with that one. Apparently, he's, he's <laughs> commenting on the fact that I said I liked his deck. Oh. Cool. Awesome. I gave him praise for his deck. So, yeah. So that's kind of our shout-out. That's all I really got. Uh, anybody else have anything to add? Um, Here's your opportunity. Peter, stop working. Peter, stop working. Yeah. Peter, come <laughs> back to us. And Mikey doesn't like the new 300 movie. I don't. I hate it. I thought it was stupid. The only good part of that about, yeah, about that movie was the sex scene, and even that wasn't that good. How can well, there be to... another 300 movie? Didn't they all die? Right. No, it's, uh, it's that movie. No, they 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 based the the sequel to Three Hundred off of what happened in the other the other part of the battle. Because if you look back in history, when that battle took place, there was another battle going yeah. on. Yeah, the naval so you're battle. The other half right. of it. Yeah, you're seeing the naval half battle of what was already going well, on. What you home. see is what happens when the Sparta king dies, and then all of Sparta goes to war, and they save the entire fleet. That is what yeah. Three Hundred is about. Okay. It's. Yeah, I like the. I, I personally like the battle scenes. I thought the battle scenes were great. I thought the movie dragged on. That and the sex scene was interesting because they were like sitting there trying to kill each other and have sex at the same time. That, it was really it, really the, weird. The villain. The the Sounds villain like was marriage. the. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It was it was literally like the angriest sex you've ever seen. It really was. Like if if there was ever such a thing as angry sex, this this scene would take the cake for it. It was basically like what? watching an actual hardcore porn, a uh, softcore porno. Yeah, like oh, I have to see that like movie. A thing. <laughs> it, it's I'm like, certain you can find that five minutes on the internet. It was more Probably. like two minutes, but you know who's counting? yeah. You don't want to. But it is really really angry. But no, seriously, it is really really angry. It really sex. is, and the girl is so oh. hot. It, it, it's the blonde chick from Dark Shadows that uh, locks away Johnny Depp. Uh-huh. Dude, that girl with black hair is so hot. I liked watching her. I, the, you know, the, without giving anything away in the movie, I can say this. I liked watching her tell 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 Xerxes to shut up and sit down. That was awesome. And watch, when she tells and him watching, off. 
And she tells him off. She, like, Xerxes is like, no, we've won or whatever. And she pretty much tells him, shut up. I made you king. Let me go defend your kingdom now. They, and she just walks away okay, and leaves. You basically me. just spoiled that entire part. You do realize this, right? <laughs> uh, not really. He did. That's because that's basically what, what happens. happens. <laughs> it's funny watching Xerxes sit down like a spoiled little brat. Yo, and Xerxes goes from, like, a five foot ten white dude to, like... To a little five-year-old. To... What? A little five-year-old. No, he... Yeah, well, yeah, in his mind. Wasn't he, he, like, three meters like, tall in the first movie? Yeah, yeah he, he, he goes from, huge. like... He goes from, like, a five foot ten white dude, and it shows you how he becomes this, like, eight-foot Shaquille O'Neal-looking Persian guy. Yeah, and then he gets told off and becomes a five-year-old. Yeah, he gets awesome. told off by this woman who's, like, five foot five, probably weighs, like, <laughs> less than half his weight. <laughs> yeah, she, he gets told off by a little five-and-a-half... Five and a half tall, high girl, and he turns into a five year old who sits on his throne and pouts. And that little hands. hunchback dude's a real ball buster. Yeah, he is. Well, uh, but, I run a history, a history YouTube channel about ancient history, so I have to see that movie. I'm sorry. Make sure to talk about the theory behind how the Egyptians are actually aliens. Yeah. yeah. That's a thing. Yeah, yeah it is. Of course they are. But let's shut this down for the night. Everything's been said. Let's put this one on the can so Chris can edit it. Um, uh, how can they get a hold of you, Brennan? Well, you can reach me at uh, B-R-A-N-K-I-N-L-O-L-Z at, on Twitter. I, I, I really wish I had a better Twitter handle, but that's what I got. Or on any of the um, magic... Uh, gathering strat on the uh, YouTube commenting there. I read all those comments um, sometimes, much to my chagrin, but I do read them. Uh, and also the site mtgostrat.com. Uh, write articles, writing anything in those, any comments there will also notify me. So please do that. Cool. I think get a hold of you, uh, Dan. You can uh, contact Brennan, and then he'll uh, light the signal, <laughs> and <laughs> I will know. <laughs> I'll light my fire on on my mountaintop. <laughs> so what is it? Is, it, is this like the bat signal? Is this like the bat signal, or it's just a giant Viking helmet? Yeah, it's more like the, the part in Return of the King where the yeah, the it's like in Lord of the Rings. Yes, it's the Dan signal, and I have fire, I have to I have to blow into a, a a horn. It goes like. And it goes, it goes across the mountaintops. <laughs> I have like the fire for Dad has been summoned. Dun dun. So feel free to do so. I'm thinking to hold of you, Mike. Uh, well, you can't contact me on Twitter because I forbid it by not having a Twitter name, so that's not going to work. Uh, oh, I'm going to make I'm making Mikey K Twitter right now. Oh snap! <laughs> we we lo- talked about we talked about loaded up full of crap. <laughs> We talked about making an account called Mike's Balls, but somebody already did it. <laughs> oh, my. Uh, no, but for real, though, uh, you can contact me on, uh, you know, Magic Online if you ever see me on. Uh, you can contact me on YouTube. Um, <clears throat> it's probably the best way under my uh, MikeyK159 name. I'm always checking out uh, whoever sends me a personal message. Uh, I am going to try to be streaming more soon as, uh, as soon as I get all that crap. Uh, figured out, and um, if somebody could help me out with making like a stream overlay and whatnot, please let me know. Uh, I would appreciate it. Um, you know, because uh, I would like to not start a streaming career, but I would like to actually make Popper presentable. 
Cool. And do you, uh, do you use XSplit? I do not. I use OBS, but I know that you can make a good overlay with OBS. I've seen people do it. Mm, okay. Um. So, and uh, another way to contact me: send a message to Popper to the people, and Chris or Nate will relay it to me. And uh, yeah, I'll get in contact with you. I always respond right. to anyone who gets in contact with me. So. Yeah. And then uh, you can call, contact me at, at Nathan Youngkin on Twitter and uh, the, the Popper to the People email or MTG, I'm at UConn on MTGO when I'm testing decks. And uh, if, a uh, little shameless, but uh, you can also, if you're interested in seeing what I have on eBay, just go look up NUCON 8, and then I have stuff up there. I'm actually selling two popper decks in paper right now. So Which ones? Mono green and mono white. Nice. So, they're up there. We have forums, too, right? What? We have forums. Please check yes, us out forums. at popper to the people. Uh, .proboards.com Yeah, check that out too. And also, remember to check out gatherling.com. Uh, you know, I'll uh, tell you what it is again. It is player-run events run by people for the people by a lot of good hosts, as we told you, you know, about Pauper Classic Tuesdays. It's a Tuesday Pauper Classic tournament that happens every Tuesday at 8 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. They also have yep. other great tournaments such as Classic Heirloom, 100-card Singletons, EDH tournaments, anything, what have you. So go check them out. And if you ever feel like asking any of the hosts for information, do not hesitate. We are all nice people, and we all love the more people that enter. So please do. Yeah. So... But with that being said, I want to thank Brennan for joining us, and... Uh, Congratulations on joining the team as a regular, pretty much, uh, host whenever you feel like coming on. Awesome. Um, so, uh, yeah, but uh, I'm Nate. I'm Mike. And I'm Brennan. And I'm Peter. This, and this is Popper to the People. Popper to the People. And we love crayons. <laughs> and we love crayons, yes. Pop, pop. The bridge is falling down, falling down. <laughs>